Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to She Prop Talk. Today's episode, uh, we are going to focus on panels, specifically She Prop panels. And I have Abby, one of our awesome admins. Hello. Here. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I jumped the gun. I stepped on her line. Oh my God, you're always interrupting me. Jeez. Um, but yeah, so Abby and I have both been on She Prop panels uh, several times. And so. We are noticing that a lot of people are interested in putting on panels. We had a good run this year of lots of people in different places across the country, um, either moderating or hosting a SheeProp panel or being part of a panel. And we expect that that's going to continue. So we want to give you guys some tools and some tips and tell you how you can get involved and also how to do a great job and, and have fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yay. I look forward to the SheeProp panels, too, so this is all on brand. Yes, perfect. Well, let's get started with um, just some basic information about uh, SheeProp panels. So let's start and talk about the SheeProp panels that have happened already and what it's like to attend one and also what it's like to be on one. Um, can you tell us, Abby, in your experience, um, a little bit about the SheeProp panels and how that how that goes? Uh, certainly. Uh, so the SheeProp panels that we have are Q&A based and Q&A formatted. So the hope is that we have a panel full of very talented women and SheeProp members who can speak on a variety of different topics. And then we just field questions from the audience. Um, in my experience, and I know in your experience as well, this has gone really well. We haven't had to scrape for questions and um, we haven't had to kill time. Mm -hmm. um, so there's usually a lot of people who show up with questions in their pockets wanting to learn from the people who are there participating, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that as well. It's fun to be a part of those kinds of panels. It is fun. It, there's also an element of not knowing exactly what's going to happen because unlike with some panels where you can really plan on what you're going to talk about, you can have an outline on how you're going to tackle a, a topic, it really is up to what the audience throws at you and, and having people on the panel ready to answer those questions who can answer those questions and just being ready for whatever comes your way. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting because... Um, and I definitely wanted to talk to you about this because we have done this. You and I have both been on SheeProp panels multiple times. Um, we have done them a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And we want people to realize that there's a couple of different flavors for these panels, and it's totally fine. Um, so the Q&A base is one kind of um, direction that we've noticed and it goes really, really well. Yeah. Um, I've been in those as well. Um, and then the other one is more technical-based, where it's a little bit more structured, and we're talking more about like builder tips and maker tips and answering questions like that, as if it's a um, more like a prop builder, costuming kind of a Q&A sort of a panel. Like an Ask Me Anything. Right, but, exactly. But very construction, maker-based. Right. right. So what would you say is a biggest difference between those two different types of SheeProp panels that we've been seeing? So the ones that you described where they're very technical based, the questions you get do tend to be, how do I make this? What mm -hmm. steps should I take? What is your favorite product to buy in, in this particular 
you know, with this particular need in mind. And those are fun. Those don't tend to be the ones that that I am at as much. Um, the ones that I tend to be at um, focus more on the experience of a cosplayer, mm-hmm. dealing with imposter syndrome, dealing with self-confidence or body issues, um, and even sometimes maker-related questions, but ones that you may not want to ask in a general cosplay panel, like, mm-hmm. I am small chested and I need to have big looking breasts for a costume or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes people don't want to stand up in the middle of a room mm-hmm. full of strangers and ask those questions. But for the more story and female experience type panels, they do feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. Um, at the Emerald City Comic Con last year, we did the She Prop panel and a colleague of mine, somebody I work with, brought his wife, who had never been to a con before, to the SheProp panel, which was very nice. She is not a cosplayer, and a question came up about camel toe. (laughs) And she looked at him and was just like, are they seriously talking about this? (laughs) And his response is, well, would you rather her not get the information? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Like, yes, we are going to talk about that in public, and that's way better than not knowing how to fix it or right. yeah. what to avoid. Yeah, and I think that, that those two different kinds of flavors really sort of embodies what SheProp is all about. Yeah. So if you are interested, listeners, if you're interested in um, hosting a panel or putting on a panel, there are a couple of different directions that you can take it, but just make sure that you kind of maybe pick one and then that way your panelists and the people that join you will be on the same page. So Abby, why would someone want to put on a sheet prop panel why is this becoming like a thing that a lot of people seem to be asking us about like how do i how do i do this and has anyone asked yet to put a sheet prop panel on it you know xyz con well the easy answer is they're fun (laughs) um but to get more into that um if people have i've gotten that question from people who have attended sheet prop panels and they want to see it come to their local con Mm -hmm. So um, that is one big reason is because they see what we can provide in a panel and they want to provide it to others. Mm -hmm. Another part of it is that it really is providing something that you don't always see at cons. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of Cosplay 101 panels out there. There are a lot of, um, you know, armor making Mm -hmm. panels or there's a panel I like called I Like Big Dresses or I Like Big Gowns, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> which does make me think of the song. But mm-hmm. I mean, you see those. But to go back to what I said earlier, there's not a lot of places where you feel comfortable asking about feeling insecure mm-hmm. or how to make something for a unique body type. Mm-hmm. And and I actually love that people are really wanting to bring that to their local cons and making sure that people even outside of SheProp the community mm-hmm. has access to that kind of information. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a great way to find other members of the community um, when they realize, I mean, I love, the thing that I love the most when I'm on the SheProp panels is asking at the beginning, how many people know what SheProp is? Yeah. How many people don't know any, what I'm talking about? And people will raise their hands and it's a great way for me to talk about the community and and to talk about how awesome it is. And by the end of it, we always get more people wanting to join the group. And like you're saying, people that want to take the panels and and maybe the meetups to their own local cons. 
Also, it's really fun sitting on the panel and looking at the audience and recognizing faces. Oh, yeah. And and you can be like, oh, I've been following that build, and I remember this person asked that question or shared yeah. that funny meme, and, and you can see these people that you've been interacting with online, mm-hmm. and you get to see them and meet them in person. Yeah. And that's that's a really fun part of it, too. Yeah, I think that takes the edge off of, like, panel jitters as well. When you realize that you're in the room with, like, people that really want to be there, and they now they, they either are familiar with SheProp or they are there um, to, to listen to um, the message. And I've also been in panels where somebody has asked a question, and one of the audience members that I recognized would raise their hand and be like, oh, I've got that one. And so mm-hmm. you can also get that audience mm-hmm. participation. Yeah. Now, if you are hosting a panel, you don't have to defer to members of the audience, mm-hmm. but it is fun knowing that you mm-hmm. can. It is, yeah. Um, well, so if someone wanted to, um, if someone wanted to host, and we're saying host like being a moderator or at least starting to organize a panel, and then finding panelists. If someone wanted to start that process, how would they start? Well, there is in the SheProp community, in the files section, a link that takes you to the SheProp panel application. Mm-hmm. And right now there's only one. We are going to make two separate ones so that you can choose what direction that you want to go with your panel. If you want it to be more technical or if you want it to be more emotional, mm-hmm. you can pick and, and apply. Uh, it is helpful to have a couple of people in mind for who else you want to participate in. Now, I have organized these where I'm not the moderator. I have organized these where I am the mar- moderator. So you don't have to pick one or the other at that stage. Mm-hmm. But that is your first step. Um, one note that reminds me that I, we would really like it if you let us know if you are planning on putting on a SheProp panel. Um, and this application process helps us keep everything organized so so we kind of stay on top of who is doing what and so we can provide things for you like, or to you, like uh, logos, like a SheProp logo. So you can put it on your graphics so you can promote your panel. Um, and also we have some sample uh, paragraphs that if you are filling out the application for the convention for your panel, we can provide some tools for that as well. So we just really want to help you have everything that you need in order to be confident that it's going to be a great panel. And then you can, once the application is in, if your, if your application is accepted and your panel is approved, then we can um, sometimes help facilitate finding other panelists as well if other people have contacted us about the same panel. Um, but yeah, we, we just really want to know about it. That's my rambly point. <laughs> well, the other part of the application process, it's it's less about us approving you and more about just saying, okay, XYZ Con, we have somebody who wants to put on a SheProp panel. Mm-hmm. Great. Then we know that's being submitted as opposed to having five members submitting five separate panel applications for SheProp for the same con. Because right. you're not all going to get accepted if you do that. Right. But if you've got five people who want to host it and five people apply, we can say, okay, we're gonna, one panel is gonna be submitted, but here talk to Sally and here talk to right. Alex and right. we can help connect you. Right, um, so we don't, 
require that you let us know what your itinerary is. We don't need to see slides that you have created or anything like that. We just want to make sure that you are feeling confident about um, about how to proceed. And if you have any questions or you need any help, please, of course, let us know. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say is that if you aren't really feeling the panel vibe, or maybe there's already a panel that has been applied for, there's already tons of people on the panel and you really wanted to participate somehow, you can also do a, um, a SheProp meetup, which are awesome. And conventions really like those kinds of things. They're so much fun. They're a lot of fun. And sometimes it means contacting the convention themselves about it. There's usually not like an application process for a meetup. Um, but we can also help you with that as well. And I have had success with getting meetups approved mm -hmm. by filling them out through the panel application. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So they're always a little weird because mm -hmm. it's going to ask things that don't really apply to a mm -hmm. meetup format. But but you just say, she prop meetup, and it'll ask for a description, and you say, to meet people. and. Yeah. Okay. And we have a blurb for that as well. So if you do want to submit an application for a SheProp meetup, we've got a little thing that you can just cut and paste it right in. Awesome. Yay. Um, okay. Well, let's let's say now you've decided that, yes, you have to do a SheProp panel. You're excited about it. Abby, what are your recommendations for what are the next steps after you decide that you have everything you need to start, where to start? Well, the panelist... Um, portion of getting ready for your SheProp panel is extremely important. You mentioned having four to five panelists. It's really important to remember to put a cap on that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you will have a lot of people that you want to include or that want to be included and you will have to say no at some point. You, you Five is really as many as you want. Mm -hmm. We've learned this from experience. Trust us. Mm -hmm. We think I think we had seven panelists once and it was too many. It was too many. It was too, too Some many, people didn't get to talk at all. Some yeah. people talked way too much. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, it was not a ideal. was experience. Yes. So we, <laughs> we say this, believe us when we say that. Um, the other thing is it's really important to keep in mind uh, that you want diverse people on your panel. So you don't want to do a panel of people who have the exact same experience. Mm -hmm. All sewers or all armor people mm -hmm. or... All people who are 20-somethings or all people who are 50-somethings. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you want to keep it diverse because you're mm -hmm. going to get all sorts of questions mm -hmm. from, you know, where do you find good fabric to I'm starting cosplay and I'm 55 and I feel like I've missed the boat. Yeah. You know, not everybody's going to be able to at answer every question. Yeah. So you want to have as many people on the panel who can answer as many possible questions. Exactly. That you yeah. And if you're having trouble finding people, just post it in the SheProp group. Like, who's going to be at this con? And then um, a few people will probably say, hey, you know, I will. And then you can ask them, do you want to be part of the panel? Are you going to be around? The other thing to remember is that you don't have to be an expert or top-level cosplayer to have something to contribute to one mm -hmm. of these panels. Whether your experience is coming from it as a beginner or somebody who's been doing it forever, Somebody can learn from what you have to say. Mm -hmm. So first-time first, first -time cosplayers can say, my experience has been that you ask for help and you'll get it. Mm -hmm. Or 
people who've been in it forever can say something like, oh, never wear whatever. I can't even think of an example. It's important to remember that however experienced you are, you do have something to contribute to the conversation. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes people need to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, everyone starts somewhere. So it's nice to have that representation as well. Well, and my focus with the panels has been more of the story-based or experience-based. So reminding people that um, if you use cosplay to overcome anxiety, that's a perspective, regardless of what your cosplay skill level is. Mm-hmm. Or if you love to compete, or if you hate to compete, mm-hmm. or if you are plus-sized, or mm-hmm. if you constantly cosplay. Mm-hmm. Regardless of skill level, these are perspectives that people want to learn about. Yeah. All right, so once your panel has been approved and you have your panelists, how do you start preparing? Um, Communication is key. Mm -hmm. You do need to communicate with your panelists. We both like to schedule um, essentially a group video conference call Mm -hmm. so that all of your panelists know each other by name and by face. Mm -hmm. You can go over a little bit about what to expect, what to be ready for. one thing to just consistently be ready for, I have found, is people will ask you about how to store your cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> it happens every single time. Yeah. Don't know why. Yeah. Um, but um, it's, it's good to remind people that you can get a, any question. You don't have to answer every question because that's why you have a diverse panel because maybe the person sitting next to you can. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is it can be helpful to have a list of topics from each of your panelists that you know they can speak to. Mm -hmm. For me, I can talk about sewing, I can talk about group cosplays, cosplay modeling, and Mm -hmm. cosplaying on a dime. Mm -hmm. There's four things right there. I can tell the audience those things, Mm -hmm. and so somebody can be like, oh, I wanted to learn about group cosplay, I'll ask that question. Mm -hmm. Everybody can have that list. Yeah. And if you want to kick off the panel, you can start by asking your panelists that thing. Mm So, Abby, you do a lot of group cosplays. What makes that fun for you? Mm-hmm. Why do you choose to do that? And then that can get that Q&A portion rolling. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the flip side of that, if your style is more structured and kind of more talking about techniques and tips, um, I usually like to have throw out a couple of questions to the panelists ahead of time say, okay, I'm going to be asking you a question about 3D printing so that they can kind of wrap their mind about it, around about it. Because a panel is going to be a little bit organic. Like there's no way that it's, you can, you can definitely over prepare. Like there's just no way that you can plan or predict how the panel is going to go. So um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's good to be able to pivot just a little bit, but it's also good to make sure that everyone on the panel has a chance to to talk and lend their voice because that's what they're there for. Also, if you do set that expectation for the panel that these are the things that I can speak to, mm-hmm. you can practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you know, driving in your car during traffic, you can be like, so Abby, you like to do group cosplays. <laughs> and then you say your little answer. It helps you focus your thoughts mm-hmm. so you know what you want to talk about. And it can also help cut down on bloat because the the hope is that we can talk to as many people as possible. Yeah. We want to keep these yeah. answers short to the point. Yes, and not ramble. Not ramble. So some practice can help. Yeah. You're never going to be completely ready, yeah. but you can be somewhat ready. Did I ever tell you that um, 
because I used to have like super bad, like I was a, super afraid of speaking in public. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And now because I've done so many of these panels, I'm like, I'm over it. I'm good. I don't know that yeah. I could talk to an, an enormous room. I could probably do it. Um, but it's, it's like you're, you're there. Pe- the people who are there in that room are there to listen and to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And once I made that mental shift, it it got so much easier. <laughs> Panels are optional. This yeah. isn't high school where you have to sit there right. or somebody calls your mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they... You don't get a grade at the end of it. Yes. Um, so they are there to listen to you. They want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. That's nice. I, I personally never had the problem with... Um, speaking in public because yeah. I'm I'm the person who tends to be like can we get an extra spotlight and point it just on me the whole time that tends to, <laughs> I can see that <laughs> yeah yeah it tracks nobody's surprised yeah. when I tell them that well for me I I had super anxiety about about it being in front of people is um has been very scary for me in the past and I think that things like being um being aware of what I'm going to be talking about ahead of time that helps my anxiety quite a bit also helps me as a moderator, which I really like to do. I moderated well, once and I really liked it. I've I've moderated once. I liked it as well. It was more nerve-wracking for me because when you're a panelist, you show up, you answer questions. It's easy. When you're a moderator, there is that like this rides or dies on my shoulders. And I did ha- I did feel a little bit more pressure. It went fine. Yeah. Cuz like yeah. you said, they were there yeah. specifically to hear what we had to say. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I liked moderating, too. It was fun. I did it in a leotard. That was a surprise. <laughs> I was not supposed to be the moderator that day, so I was like, sure, I'll jump in, get this done, wearing my leotard. <laughs> well, um, did you have any other notes that you wanted to, to share with everyone? I do have a note. Yes. So um, we have done enough of these so that if you do want to do a SheProp panel, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. You will be able to get support from people who've done it before who can answer any question that you have. Um, Provide feedback and tips. You can reach out to any one of the former panelists. I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of people here without their (laughs) permission. Um, But there are people who can help you. Don't feel like you have to start from scratch. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're all about. Okay, so one more time, Abby, if someone wanted to put on a SheProp panel, how do they get that information? You go to the SheProp community page on Facebook. There's a files tab, and you would find the application there. Cool. Awesome. And we're always trying to make it a little bit better. I'm trying to, um, I'm dabbling with the Google Docs, so hopefully we can have that set up, which is more form-like, which is pretty awesome. Yes, and we're also dabbling with um, retooling our blurb yes. so so that you can have a little bit more predictability in what kind of SheProp panel that you have. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Abby. This well, was super informative. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, so I hope that, um, I hope that we see a lot more uh, emails from folks that would like to participate and would like to do this because it it's really fun, um, and it's, it's super rewar- rewarding. I like it a lot. And I really like it when you feel like you did have a positive impact on somebody with the information you can share with them. It's happened a couple of times, and it means just the world. 
I think I cried after the first cheap rock panel that I was in because it was just so overwhelmingly awesome. Yeah. But I'm a crier. <laughs> I'm a bit of a crier too. And we had one sheep rap panel where somebody said that she was working on her or getting her, it's not a doctorate because she's trying to become a medical doctor. There's a lot of, yeah, but lot people, of aspiring physicians in our But group. people gave her applause. She yeah. says, I'm currently in school to become a doctor and everybody whooped and hollered for her. And I thought that <laughs> that was, was it. I thought, oh, that's fantastic. It's definitely a feeling of, of community in there when you're yeah. in that room. It's awesome. And then, Try it out, everybody. <laughs> also, somebody said, I've never heard of SheProp before this, and everybody started chan- chanting, one of us. <laughs> I remember that one, too. One of us. One of us. <laughs> cool. I'm pretty sure she is one of us now. <laughs> Probably. We usually get some requests during the panels, too. Like, I see people on their phones like, oh, I should join this group. <laughs> yeah. Or... or um, spouses or friends who are like oh I know this person that would love this group yeah anyway well now we're rambling we did ramble yeah that's okay yeah all right everybody thanks again for listening and for tuning in to she prop talk um again I'm Beverly and this was Abby your awesome admins from the she prop group and hit us up if you have any questions okay all right bye bye